welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. It's December 31, 2018, and this is episode 644. This week, we conclude our travelogue series to walk you through my 2018 Morocco tour and workshop as we finish up our shoot of the camels in the Sahara then photograph some wonderful characters before ending our trip with the Portuguese cistern in El Jadida. In the previous episode, we looked at a number of photos of the camel handlers and their turbans blowing in the wind, as well as leading their camels through the dunes in the Sahara Desert. To stick to our 10 images per post though, we left the last couple of images from this shoot until this week. So let's jump in and talk about these right now. We'd waited until the sun was on the horizon for our last few shots, of which this is one of my favourites. You can see now why it wasn't much of a big deal that the three tourists had ridden their own camels across the brow of this sand dune, as it was pretty much going to be a silhouette by the time we shot it anyway. Although I'm not very good in automated shooting modes, because we were sometimes shooting into the sun like this and other times shooting away from it, I do work hard to try to get used to using aperture priority with auto ISO in situations like this. And it leads me to some nice silhouettes as the camera darkens down the exposure to avoid blowing out the sunset. I also set the camera to keep my shutter speed relatively high to avoid camera shake, and to capture the walking camels. So it all came together with a shutter speed of a 250th of a second at f13, with the ISO at 200, and a focal length of 97mm. As the sun went down, we had the camel handlers walk across this dune a few times, and moved around a little for a slightly different perspective. For this last shot of the camels I went a little higher to include the top of what looks like a casbah, although in reality I think it's just the lodge that we'd stayed in on the previous night before moving to our luxury tents a few hours before this shoot. As there was a lot of clear sky above the line of camels in this photograph, I decided to crop it down to a more cinematic 16 by 9 aspect ratio which I quite like. The settings for this were 250th of a second at f13, with an ISO of 640 and a focal length of 97mm. For both of these images I was using my Canon EF 24-105 f4 Mark II lens. After spending the night in the Sahara, the following day we drove back through the dunes in our four-wheel drive vehicles, and switched back to our bus to continue our journey. Shortly after starting our drive, we stopped for a shoot that I'd been looking forward to since last year. We visited Karim again, the man who poses for us down an irrigation channel with a well hole, through which beautiful light pours for what I think are incredible photographs. I actually shot most of my images down here in portrait orientation, including this one, but with this I've taken it into Photoshop 
and extended the canvas so that it's a 3 by 2 aspect ratio in landscape orientation. And then I selected the two areas either side of the original photograph, hit the delete key, and then had Photoshop fill in the sides with content to wear fill. With it being so dark, I just had to clean up a few artifacts to get a landscape orientation version, which I really like. Because it is so dark down in this well, I was also looking forward to using my 85mm f1.4 L lens down here, which I opened up to f2, so it was letting in two stops more light than my f4 lens would wide open. This enabled me to capture a brighter image than last year, although my ISO was still at 6400 at a twentieth of a second. We ended the day at Wazazat, where we had a quick shoot of the beautiful fortified town of Ait Ben Hadou, before heading to our hotel for the night. We went back the following morning, when I shot this image, with the warm morning sun bathing the town. I used a six-stop neutral density filter for a two and a half second exposure to make the water in the river smooth over a little, although we hardly noticed that in the photograph, with the fortified town being so vibrant. I'd set my aperture to f14 and ISO to 100 with a focal length of 56mm. When we got into the town itself, our guide arranged a few shots with the local people, starting with this man who we'd photographed with his donkey outside before going into his house to photograph him in a window like this. It was funny because the house was mostly very traditional with the Berber mark above him on the wall and similar authentic artefacts, but just above to the right of the frame here was a huge gladiator poster in a frame which had been given to him because he was an extra in the movie. Running with my semi-automated shooting modes, the shutter speed was a little higher than necessary at 320th of a second, but I'd opened up the aperture to f2.2, and these settings gave me an ISO of 2000 at a focal length of 85mm. With all the rustic red shades in this image, one of my favourite parts is the man's blue turban, which is a nice colour contrast against the reds. I had also been really looking forward to revisiting the gentleman in the next few photographs, as his images were some of my favourite from last year's trip as well. This is Mr Jamal Eddin Mohammed who lives in this ancient town and has appeared as an extra in many movies shot here too. He's a wonderful character and great-looking gentleman to photograph. When I told him that I thought he looked like Sir Alec Guinness, he smiled and then reeled off a string of other actors' names who he's been told he looks like, and they were pretty much all in there in his rugged good looks. I framed this up with him directly in front of a dark area of a gateway at the foot of his house, but I used my 85mm lens opened up to f2.5 to give me a nice shallow depth of field and some separation between him and the background. This also resulted in a shutter speed of a 250th of a second 
and my ISO was at 125. We also went back into the adobe building that we'd photographed Mr. Mohammed in last year, and although I have another great shot of him close up, looking up into the light again, here is a wider framed image showing him in his environment, with the dusty tagine pots lined up along a ledge. Once again, the dark conditions resulted in my ISO going up to 6400, the maximum that I set for my auto ISO range, and my shutter speed was then forced down to a 20th of a second exposure at f4, and my focal length was at 35mm. As I've mentioned many times though, it's better to let your ISO go higher and record a brighter image than to resist the higher ISO resulting in a darker image, because brightening up a dark image introduces more grain than the higher ISO does. After our shoots at Ait Ben Hadou, we continued our journey to Marrakesh, the last place that we'd spend two nights at before heading back to Casablanca via El Jadida. To be completely honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of Marrakesh. I find the people to be more aggressive than the rest of Morocco, and even just getting out an audio recorder to record the ambient sounds of the market square there instantly resulted in two young men rushing over to hold their hats out for tips. On the other hand, if you pre-arrange a shoot with people, as our guide did the morning after we arrived, with a number of watermen, you can still get some nice shots. For me this year, the image of an aged waterman with a great toothy smile is about the only shot from Marrakesh that has made it to my final selection. These watermen are fun to shoot though, as they're colourful and have a certain showmanship element, although I do wonder if people ever actually drink their water these days, with it being so much more available than it would have been when this quaint tradition originally formed. My settings for this shot were a 200th of a second exposure at f4 and my ISO was at 100 with a focal length of 105mm. The following day we drove over to the coast to a town called El Jadida for the final real highlight of the tour, which is a visit to the old Portuguese cistern there as we can see in the final few images for this series. I negotiated to allow us to take in and use one tripod in the cistern, so with my Arca Swiss standard really right stuff quick release clamp on my tripod, and the fact that many of the guests had compatible plates and brackets on their cameras, we took my tripod in. I, of course, let all of the guests that wanted to use it do so, for as long as they wanted, so the above image was shot at ISO 5000 as I continued to do most of my shooting handheld. It works fine though, and unless you zoom in to 100% and inspect the shadows, you can't really see any grain. Even printed, this will look fine as grain shows up even less in prints. This is a wonderful rugged environment that I really enjoy photographing. I generally just expose to the point that the highlights in the hole in the roof and the brightly lit area below it are just starting to blow out 
and then bring out the shadow detail in post using the highlights and shadow sliders in Capture One Pro. My other settings were a 40th of a second shutter speed at f5.6 and a focal length of 45mm. I made a few more exposures after getting my tripod back to use before we left and this is one of the resulting images. So at ISO 100 for a 10 second exposure at f14. It's hard to tell the difference without really jumping in and inspecting the shadows, but it is a slightly cleaner image. My focal length was 35mm for this final photo of this travelogue series. After this we drove for a few more hours up the coast to Casablanca, where we'd started our trip almost two weeks earlier. By the time we got to our hotel and recorded a comment from each member of the group, as you'll hear in the recording, I'd almost completely lost my voice from the cold that I'd caught. It turns out that we'd find from a blood test that I had after getting back to Japan that I'd actually been infected with some sort of a virus, and some of the values in the test results later showed one of the doctors that I talked to a week or so ago that I probably should have been hospitalised. Luckily, I made it back to Japan okay, although a little worse for wear, and it took me another 10 days and a 7-day course of antibiotics to fully recover, but I did really enjoy this year's Morocco tour, once I got the fiasco with the customs officials out of the way on arrival. Anyway, here is the recording of each of the guests. So here we are at the end of the 2018 Morocco tour and workshop and uh, I've, I've had a great time. Uh, slightly gruff voice here as you can tell, I've come down with a little bit of something but um, I am going to go around the table and get a quick comment from each of the guests. So Ken would you like to start? Hi I'm Ken, I'm from Sydney, Australia. There are so many highlights, expected highlights of this tour. Um, including Chef Shawen and the Sahara Desert. But there are also quite a lot of unexpected highlights, I think, from the cisterns. But my favourite was when Martin discovered the name of his rugby team. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. I'll have to inject a little bit on that in the podcast. Hi, my name is Weeb Gortmaker from Boulder, Colorado, USA. Uh, I felt the whole trip was wonderful. I got to see the whole country. Um, and all the highlights I can think of, great pictures, and looking forward to going home and developing those. Great, thanks, Lee. And I'm Terry Gortmaker, also from Boulder, Colorado. I just can't even think of what was the best part of this trip because there were just too many highlights to uh, review. But I'm going to say, I think that uh, Chef Shawin was maybe my favorite because it was our first real introduction to Morocco and the people and what the life here is like. So everything after that was also amazing and terrific, but that was maybe the first impression that was the most powerful. And so I'm looking forward to going home and looking at my pictures too. Great stuff. Uh, Richard Edlin from Denver, Colorado. And for me, the uh, desert was the greatest uh, for me. I enjoyed every bit of that, and I would advise anybody to, even thinking about this, would you will love Morocco. It's a great trip. 
Uh, Bruce McDonald from Brisbane. Um, a great smorgasbord of photographic opportunities from people to landscapes and just general street scenes. Chef Chowan was really good, as was the desert. We had a great driver and a great guide in Ali. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to come around this side. Hi, uh, Peter from uh, Queensland, Australia. Uh, it's a great tour of a great country with great people, both the people we met and the people on the team, and Martin is a great uh, tutor. Uh, accommodation was great, food was great, uh, just a wonderful, wonderful trip. Thank you. My name is Charles Hertz from Santa Fe, New Mexico, USA. Um, there were highlights every day. Um, my favorite was, like many others, Chef Chowan, and my wife's going to love all the cat pictures I bring back to her from there especially. Uh, and I loved the, uh, the Sahara, both riding the camels and not falling off and, uh, and, and watching the camels and photographing them. Okay, excellent. Well, um, thanks very much for all, every, each and every one of you for coming. I've had a great time traveling with you and I hope to get to do it again at some point. Um, so let's go and get some dinner. Thanks very much, right. folks. <laughs> so to follow up on that comment made by Ken at the start of these comments, it turns out that the Japanese rugby team have the nickname the Cherry Blossoms, which Ken pointed out early in the tour and reminded me of a number of times, often accompanied by copious amounts of laughter from the group. I'm never going to live that down. So, before we finish, I'd like to wish you all a very happy new year as 2018 draws to an end and we start 2019 with hope for a peaceful, safe and fruitful year ahead. Thanks very much for listening today. Thanks very much for listening through the year, in fact. I really appreciate the fact that you, you tune in each week, and I do hope that you continue to enjoy this podcast. If you do, please share a link with your friends. Subscribe in iTunes or your favourite podcast programme to ensure an interrupted delivery. If you have a moment to rate the podcast or leave us a review in iTunes, that helps to keep us relevant in the huge number of podcasts out there now. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and Google+, etc. And links to everything that I'm up to are at martinbaileyphotography.com. So do drop by and take a look. I'll be back next year <laughs> with another episode. But in the meantime, you take care and have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye bye. <laughs>